Crumble Flare, Part 17, An Emergency Meeting. I caught an order, very much against mine own will, this crisis council meeting, convened on this, the 16th day of mailing, in the year of the trousered hedgehog. Are all persons present? Uh, I am. Wait, to be called Vivian. King Vivian the Vague. Yes, Crabtide Hellboy, how, how can I help you? Oh, give me strength. Hmm? Hmm? Queen Ermintrude the Organized. Present. Lord Craptite the Cunning, Sheriff, Burger, Royal Advisor, etc., etc., and so on, is present. However, I am very busy and must insist that this unwarranted meeting be kept short. Shut up. The quicker you get on with it, the quicker it'll go, won't it? Give me the list. You have no authority here, Winfrith the Weaver. None at all. You waggle that skinny finger at me again, lad, and you'll only have nine left. Let's try to keep things civil, shall we? As I was saying, Aldith Grundleburn the Great. What? Are you present? Of course I am. Are you blind? I'm the one with an eye missing. If we're having this ridiculous meeting, it has to be done by the rules, right? All members present must make it known for the records. Who's taking the record? Uh, oh, for goodness sake. No wonder things are in such a state. Look, I'll make a note of it all after the meeting. What's the point of doing a roll call now, then? You may as well do it at the end. With respect, Majesty, that don't make any sense. If we didn't do it at the beginning, how would we know who we were having a meeting with? Oh, come now. Winfrey the Weaver. Oh, I'm here, Spindleshanks. Get on with it. And Sid? Oi. Don't I get the full title treatment? The serve? Present. Right. Shall we get on with the agenda? There's a pregnant sow back home that is dangerously close to popping. Aye, let's crack on and discuss. I lead the meeting. Read the statutes, people. Read them and understand them. Raise your voice again, lad. See what happens. Crab tight. You need to calm down. Stop disrupting the proceedings. Me? Being disruptive? I don't see why we need a crisis meeting anyway. I'm not at all sure this summit is even valid. It was called without my sanction. That's not allowed. Uh, I called the meeting, Crabtide. Oh. That's oh, your majesty. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, Vivian and I, well, mainly I... Believe that certain conditions have gone on unchecked long enough and that the situation must now be resolved without delay. What situation? The fact that there is a lot of money missing from the treasury. Uh, money, eh? Mm. Oh, ah, the old crusade wound. Playing up. Oh, a crusade? How brave. Oh. You've never crusaded in your life. I meant jousting. The old jousting wound. It was the other leg just now. Ooh, it moves about, you see. Galloping grit, they call it. Bit of gravel got in there. Physicians couldn't do a thing for 
me. Galloping guff, more like. Never heard so much nonsense in all my life. Sit down, you creep. Look, you can't just turn up here and order people about, Winfrith the Weaver. You're not even a proper council member. Winfrith is here at my invitation, Crabtite. You will be cordial, or I'll confiscate your whole hat collection. Your Majesty? If I may, Your Majesties, to put our piglets in a row, so to speak, there's all in the treasury. I mean, if I were a less honest man than I am, I could have walked out with a lot hidden in just me hood. Yeah, it's, it's true. I went down there with um, uh, uh, Sid uh, here. A yeah, yeah, truly shocking state. The hood, I mean. Basically rags, isn't it? If we had any money, I'd buy you a new one. Hmm. I keep telling you all there isn't enough money. And I have advised your majesties repeatedly to raise taxes. I'm not sure it's the income in money that's the issue, mate. What? The long and short of it, folks, is your accounts don't balance at all. You've got to have a balanced book. It's the first rule of business. How'd you get your mitts on those papers? I gave them to her, Crabtite. Last time I saw anything as muddled as this was when a cat got in amongst the wool on a loom. Total mess. I thought we were going to have to destroy it. The loom? The loom? No, not the loom, the cat. But that's terrible. Terrible? I'll tell you what's terrible is a loom out of action. That mean an untold drop in production. Never let your machinery break down first rule of business. Destroy a loom. By God, me heart's in me ears just thinking about it. But to kill an innocent little creature... We caught the mangy pest out in the end. It were fine. Oh, thank goodness. But I'll tell you what isn't fine. These books. What makes you such an expert on figures? You're a weaver. You piddle about with warps and wefts and whippy-wappy whatnots. I've never laid a finger on a shuttle in my life, you great hat stand. Winfrith controls the cloth trade in Crumbleflan. Her team of weavers produce cloth not only for us here, but also exports it all over the land. She's an exceptionally successful businesswoman. I say, that is impressive. Uh, Did you take over after your husband uh, passed uh, off? Hmm? Eh? No. I always ran things. Ted were a useless beggar even when he were alive. Best thing he ever did, getting out from under me feet. I sympathise. Eh? What? Any road, the weft and warp of it is. I know what a balanced book looks like, and this here don't come close. Something right wrong here. First rule of business, that. Keep track of your numbers. Quite. There have been at least three rules of business for a start. What exactly is wrong? To separate the heddles from the reed, folks. You have a lot of money coming in with taxes, right? But your expenditure doesn't coincide with the amount that's left over at all. Money comes in, all right. But then it just disappears. Just like the pie. What's that, sire? Well, every day I'm brought a full pie at breakfast. I take a slice, and before I know it, it's all gone. Nothing but crumbs. You eat it, Vivian. Thieves! It must be thieves! This is what I'm saying. Bye, pilferers. No, sire. The treasury. Someone must be breaking in and stealing the money. Money that I gather through hard toil. 
the sweat of my exquisitely behatted brow. Surely the treasury is under guard. Of course it is. Ah, but who guards the guards? Who guards the pies? Are you suggesting that the guards are stealing, Lord Crabtite? I would not be so rash as to accuse anyone, Majesty, without proof. But I would lay my best bonnet on one of them confessing, if put to torture. They shall tell all, lest they weep forever. For the loss of their earlobes to the clippers of the lughole lopper and turnip topper. Turnip topper? A subsidiary application. Its use as an instrument for cutting the leaves from turnips is nothing to its ear-shearing prowess. Blimey. Well, perhaps we should question them without any sharp objects nearby. You know, just in the, in the first instance. Hmm? Well, if these guards are not good enough, we must find those that are. Those that can be trusted to watch over our coin tirelessly and devotedly. I know of a being that is unparalleled at watching over gold, Majesty. Speak, Aldith. Whom do you suggest? Not whom, Your Majesty. Look, Aldith. I'm not really in the mood for a grammatical debate. No, forgive me, Majesty. You see, I speak of that ancient and noble beast, the mere shadow of which would cause our forefathers to quake miserably in their tights. You're out of luck. My mum's been dead for years! <laughs> it's hide so hardy as to repel any weapon. Its breath, the red radiance of doom. Its voice, the ancient song of the earth and rock. I speak, of course, of the dragon. Oh, come off it. Yes, Aldith, would you be so good as to uh, come off it, old girl? But it is well known that dragons hoard gold like no other living thing on earth, sire. Yeah, but there's the rub. There are no living dragons anymore. Anymore? There never was any, now but fairy tales. Oh, uh, there were, but Saint Geoffrey slew them all. Uh, sl- slayed? Slewed? Uh. Honestly, a man goes about stabbing a few slow worms and he gets made a saint. Oh, thanks to him, there hasn't been a dragon sighted in these parts for many, many years. No, Majesty. But there is a place they say the dragon song may still be heard. Sir Rafe Fairplay, Wallace the Welshman, you have been summoned before your king today as you have been chosen for a great quest. Uh, a task of unimaginable magnitude. Uh, so thanks for popping along, Sir Promptly. Not at all, sir. I live to serve my noble lord. My every breath is in anticipation of your command. Whatever it is, I shall do it with a full heart, loyalty unabated, and such devotion as to see me throw my life away for the cause. Your guardsman said if I didn't come along sharpish, he'd stick his halberd right up my arm. Uh, um, yes, uh, well... I've already got a wooden leg. I don't want to have to replace that bit as well. Oh. What is this great and noble quest, your majesties? Wallace, we hoped you would act as guide, for you must travel to 
The mountains of Wales. Which ones? I mean, you've got more than a purse full in those parts, Majesty. We are sending you in search of a dragon. Ah, right, you want the Cambrian region, then. A dragon? So there are dragons still living there, Wallace? The place was lousy with them. They aren't so prevalent now, mind. But I reckon there might be one or two red bucks still lurking in the caves and hidden valleys. A dragon? Am I to slay the fire-breathing serpent of hell for thee, Majesties? I shall dispatch it with spear and sword and return with its head. Good heavens, no, Sir Rafe. We want you to bring all of it back. Alive. Bring it back alive? Just the two of us? Oh, but of course not. No, noble knight, uh, good uh, wooden-legged uh, Welsh bloke. No, no, we, we, we shall assemble an affiliation. Indeed, you two shall lead them. For Wallace, you are wise in the ways of the Welsh. I was, Your Majesty. And Sir Rafe, for you are honourable, brave, and uh, tall. You'll cover a lot of ground with those long legs. My breast swells with pride, Majesties. My whiskers bristle with the tremor of destiny. I shall need a squire, Leash. You may choose whomsoever you would. Young Diggory Scab, sire, for his arm is strong, his heart true. And he has a head on his shoulders. A fine choice, Sir Rafe. Indeed. Next shall be Aldith, for your mastery of healing. And it was all your idea anyway. Thank you, Your Majesty. It's been a while since I visited the West. And finally, the Lord Crabtite, because I want him out of the way. You what? Have you ever been to Wales? You know what the weather's like there? I'm gonna be wading through mud. Oh, land of my fathers. Yucky da. Yucky is right, mate. Oh, God. That was Crumbleflan with Callum Hale as King Vivian the Vague, Philippa James as Queen Ermintrude the Organized, David Boyle as Lord Crabtype the Cunning, Jacqueline Johnson as Grundleburn the Great, Wayne Ingram as Sir Ray Fairplay, Alice Osmanski as Winfrith the Weaver, Roger Parkins as Sid the Surf, and Christian Patterson as Wallace the Welshman. <laughs> <laughs>